Nehemiah on leadership. A leader is called. I'll be right back. Hi folks, Mark Bowser here. Do you realize that the UPS store on Olea Road in Fishers, Indiana can print anything for you? No matter where you're located in the country? Whether we're talking about a business report or banners, blueprints, restaurant menus, invitation cards, yard signs, or even a custom-designed photo blanket, the UPS store in Fishers, Indiana can do it for you. Now, how do I know that? Because I co-own that store. We can do it for you, and we can ship it to you no matter where you are located in the country. So, give us a call today at 317-578-0094. That's 317-578-0094. Or email us at store5100 at the upsstore.com. Store5100 at the upsstore.com. Now, back to Let Me Tell You a Story. One day, Nehemiah had some visitors from his hometown of Jerusalem. Nehemiah inquired how life was going for the Jews who had returned to the holy city after being captives for so many years. This is what the men shared with Nehemiah. Quote, they said to me, things are not going well for those who return to the province of Judah. They are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down and the gates have been destroyed by fire. That's from Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 3, New Living Translation. You see, in the world of old, a city's walls and gates were their protection from enemy nations. Without them intact, the city and all within its borders were vulnerable to attack. So what was Nehemiah's response to this distressing news? Well, this is what he said. So it was, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. That's from Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4, New King James Version. The first leadership key I want to point us toward is that when God calls a leader, he many times will tug at his or her emotions. Our emotions of compassion, anger, or frustration. These emotions will, will motivate us to do something, to take some action. You see, leadership is about movement. Not reckless movement, but movement nonetheless. So, what was Nehemiah's first movement after God tugged at his heart? Did you catch it in the text? So, let's look at it together again. It said, So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. So, the first movement Nehemiah made was to cry. Hmm. Hearing that, our, our culture says, Really? Cry? That is so weak. That is not leadership. Sure it is. Who said leaders can't cry? In fact, it is the only justifiable, logical response when your gut has been disemboweled with such devastating news. It is okay to be wrenched to your soul and knocked off your feet. But point this, Nehemiah didn't stay there. After a time of mourning for many days, he got back up. Not by himself, but with God. God will stand us back up if we allow him. Scripture says that after these many days of mourning, Nehemiah fasted and prayed to God. 
Fasting and prayer prepares a leader's heart and mind for what the Lord wants to do through him or her. It quiets our spirit and helps us hear from the God of all possibilities. And what a prayer it was that Nehemiah prayed. So let's take a look at that prayer for a moment and see what we can learn. It comes from Nehemiah chapter 1 verses 5 through 11. There is a lot of insight that we can pull from this short prayer of his. First of all, Nehemiah exalted Almighty God. He said, I pray, Lord, God of heaven, O great and awesome God. That's Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 5 from the New King James Version. You see, we must always lift God up on the pedestal that is rightly his in our lives. Second thing is, Nehemiah reminds himself and God. God doesn't need the reminder, though. He never does, but we sure do. And so Nehemiah reminds himself and God of his promises. Quote, You who keep your covenant in mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments, please let your ear be attentive to your and your eyes open, that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now day and night for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Both my father's house and I have sinned. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, that also comes from the New King James Version. So, God is always good to his word. God's promises are not just for the people who lived in Bible times. They are for us as well. They are as relevant for our lives as they were for those who God first spoke them to those many years ago. Nehemiah then asked God to hear his prayer and to keep an open mind about it. Nehemiah was expressing to God his heart's desire on how important the situation was to him. And what is important to us is also important to God. God cares about our feelings, our needs, and our wants. He may have a different view of them than we do, and he may have a different plan, but he always cares. Nehemiah also expressed in his prayer that that he was praying this prayer day and night. It was not just a one-and-done type of prayer. Nehemiah prayed it over and over. This tells us two things. One, that it is okay to pray the same prayer over and over again. And two, that it is sometimes requires that kind of persistence and patience as we seek our miracle from God. Nehemiah then admitted that his, his household and the nation of Israel had fallen short of the glory of God. That they had sinned. We all have. We have sinned before God and man. If we expect God to provide a miracle for our situation, then we must first humble ourselves before him, admit our sins, and repent of them, which means to turn around, to turn away from them. Nehemiah then delves into scripture, and God loves it when we use his word in our prayers. It shows that we have planted his word in our hearts. And so Nehemiah uses God's word in his prayer. God had told Moses that if the people continued to sin, that he would scatter them throughout the world. But if they repented of their sins, came back to him, and kept his commandments, God would gather them to himself and bring them to to the place he called them to be. And so Nehemiah reminds God of what God had already told Moses. Third, Nehemiah asks for success and favor. He said, O Lord, I 
pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. And let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. That comes from Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 11, New King James Version. You see, God doesn't mind us asking for success. He wants us to. He wants us to be successful for him. Now, who did Nehemiah need favor from? The king. Nehemiah was the cup bearer, which basically means he tested the, the wine before they gave it to the, the king to drink to make sure it was safe. So Nehemiah was the cup bearer for King Artaxerxes. In order to help his people in Israel, Nehemiah would need the cooperation of King Artaxerxes. So, in summary, a leader is called. And it is okay for a leader to be emotional and distraught. And a leader will need favor in order to be successful. We'll go in more detail next time. Until then, this is Mark Bowser. Thanks for listening. Are you looking for a speaker for your next organizational event? Look no further than the host of this podcast, Mark Bowser. He's presented seminars to Southwest Airlines, Princeton University, the United States Marine Corps, Dell, and many more. Learn more about Mark speaking and other work on markbowser.com.